health so we can enjoy the life God has called us to, to the absolute fullest. I hope you are having a wonderful day. My name is Brittany. If you've not listened to a podcast with me yet, I am a Catholic wife and mom of two boys and I run fitmomlifetothefullest.com where I am breaking down health and nutrition for my moms out there like myself. And today we are talking about ways to modify workouts during pregnancy. So Very near and dear to my heart because this is a season of life I am in right now. And if you are listening to this, probably you are as well, whether it's your first pregnancy or your fifth pregnancy, it doesn't really matter. Maybe you've, you're probably in a different season than you were. Every pregnancy is so different. Everybody always says that, but it really is true. I've had two, well, I've had three pregnancies actually, um, one little baby in heaven, but I, so I've had three pregnancies, but two little boys. So even the, the full two 40-week pregnancies still were so vastly different from each other, and I had to approach them a little bit differently, too. So we're never in exactly the same spot when we are pregnant. So maybe you're, this is your third baby, and maybe you didn't work out at all with your first and second, and, you know, that's fine. So maybe these tips are brand new to you, or maybe something will resonate with you this pregnancy that you know, you didn't have to worry about before. So (laughs) wherever you're at, if you also have never been pregnant before, but hope to be pregnant soon, it's kind of nice to get a taste of what you should be doing when you do get pregnant, hopefully, (laughs) God willing. Okay. So firstly, yes, you should work out while you are pregnant. This comes with the disclaimer of, of course, you should be cleared by your doctor first. So this, you know, most people, the general population is okay to work out while pregnant, but there are obviously some different situations, different scenarios, different health concerns of where your doctor would tell you right away, but you should ask if it is okay for you to work out because there might be some, if it's a high-risk pregnancy and things like that, you want to go on the safer side and actually bypass this. So if that is you or if your pregnancy is deemed high-risk and your OB tells you not to work out, definitely do Do not work out. Do not say, well, I heard on this podcast, I just modify these things. No, these modifications are going to be for people who have been cleared to work out and have gotten that green light from your doctor. Okay, so that is the disclaimer. But if you have gotten that green light and it is deemed okay for you to work out, yes, it is good for you to work out while you are pregnant because it's great for you. It's great for the baby. It's great for the recovery beyond pregnancy, for your mood during pregnancy, for just everything. (laughs) And to actually cite some other people, according to the American Pregnancy Association, here are some benefits. I'll just list them really quickly for you. Exercising during pregnancy reduces backaches, constipation, bloating, and swelling. All huge because all of those are really common gripes of pregnant people. Um, It may help prevent or treat gestational diabetes. It increases your energy. It increases your mood. It improves your posture, promotes muscle tone, strength, and endurance. It helps you sleep better. And regular activity during pregnancy may also improve your ability to cope with labor. That is a huge bonus right there. This will make it easier for you to get back in shape after after your baby is born. So lots of benefits. Besides, again, physically, because this is the time of life, and I'll be honest, it's very hard mentally to work out when you just watch yourself get bigger, and it is a mental shift. If you have always been a person that really is 
you are really motivated by seeing the results. You take progress pictures. You like seeing numbers go down and the scale or feel your clothes fitting looser or whatever. If that usually motivates you, this is a really hard time in life where you cannot rely on that motivation. You are literally going to work out, but watch yourself get bigger. <laughs> so again, speaking from experience, it is weird. And you know what? The first time I was like, oh, okay, well, like then you get used to it. And I wasn't used to it. The second time, it was still weird to think like, man, I'm exercising and I'm literally just getting bigger. <laughs> so this is when you really have to call to mind these benefits. And I had to remind myself of these like multiple times a week. Brittany, it is not about how you feel like you look right now. Brittany, this is for the health of you and your baby. You, especially then when I already had a two-year-old, it's like, I can't, you know, be on bed rest and taking care of this two-year-old. And obviously some things are way out of our control. Some people are on bed rest and they do have two-year-olds to take care of. And that's when, you know, you have to watch a lot of movies. I don't really know. I haven't been in that situation yet, but obviously if you don't have people right around you that can help you, it is just, you're going to have to, you will have to figure something out, but it's not ideal if we can help it. So if we can help avoid things like gestational diabetes, things that we have a little bit of control over, then why wouldn't we is kind of how I look at it. So just acknowledging it is a really hard mental shift. You just have to think of these benefits to keep you going. Okay, another disclaimer, <laughs> don't start anything new, okay? So it is good to work out during pregnancy, and that's what we're going to talk about next is the modifications, but hopefully these modifications are for people who were already active, physically active, physically fit before becoming pregnant. So your body, when you are pregnant, is adapting to a new stress. That's a stress on the body. Exercise is also a stress on the body. It's a good stress, but it is a stress. So while your body is already adapting to pregnancy, you don't want to throw a completely new stressor in there. Obviously, that could just be detrimental for you and the baby. We are looking to make this the best experience and the best health for you and the baby. So if you were not lifting weights prior to pregnancy, I would not advise getting started with lifting weights. I would just say walks are great. The human body was designed to to move, and that's at least something that if you were not like going for walks as an activity, you were already walking around. You were probably walking around the grocery store or walking to and from the car. You were walking places, walking around your house. So if you, if all else fails and you were not exercising before, I would just advise keeping up with walking and maybe upping that a little bit because we know that your body was already doing that. Okay, if you were working out prior to pregnancy and you were just looking for, okay, what should I, I want to keep lifting, I want to keep working out, what should I modify, I feel like I should probably modify some things. Yes, you are right, and I hope you've had that thought because you'd actually be surprised there's a lot of people <laughs> that I have seen doing things pregnant and you're like, as a trainer I've seen in gyms, like, I don't know if I should go up to her and tell her that she you know, you also have that iffy stage of like, is she pregnant? Is she not? She's kind of putting your hand protectively on her stomach, but you never want to make that assumption. So even in group fitness classes, I would just wait until someone would tell me that they were pregnant and I would have like the little suspicions and be like, I can't go up to them and, and tell them this. So if you are pregnant and you're working out at a gym or in classes, you should always let the instructor or the trainer know that you are pregnant and ask for what you should modify if you are not sure. Because you should be modifying, you should. there's some things that you should just not do. So getting into those, <laughs> the first trimester, I'll break it down by trimesters. The first trimester, there is not too many, there are not many 
modifications that you need to make, they kind of go up as your pregnancy progresses. So first trimester, not many. And then the second and third are basically the same. So the first trimester, all you really, so you find out you're pregnant, you could just be a couple weeks pregnant. You could be 10 weeks pregnant, whatever it is in that first trimester before 14 weeks, immediately stop the jumping and the high risk moves. Okay. So this also includes any sports that are deemed high risk, like where there's the risk of falling off, like horseback riding and things like that. So you don't want to jump, box jumps, that kind of stuff. I And guys, these are, I take this from my personal trainer knowledge, but also my opinion. I have seen personal trainers who are pregnant do box jumps, and I would just never advise that. So I also err on the side of caution because I am looking at it through the lens of not that I need to prove that I can still do it when I'm pregnant. I'm looking at it through the lens of my body was made to bear life. Okay. So that's my number one priority. And then yes, exercise and all these things help it. But my biggest concern is getting this child out safely, not proving that I can still do something while I'm pregnant. Okay. So I might err a little more on the side of caution. And I'm not saying someone who does a box jump while they're pregnant is not worried about their baby. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I'm going to err even more on the side of caution and it's just not worth a little risk to me. I actually, our first, when I was pregnant with Josh, I found out that I was pregnant like two weeks before we were going to do a Spartan race, my husband and I. And I was like, ah, it's so fresh. So, you know, I don't really have to modify many things. And I could still, I knew I physically could still do it. But obviously in that high risk setting, if you don't know what a Spartan race is, you're going up over walls, you're you know, jumping over a little fire at the end, like things like that. I'm just like, nope, not for, not for me, not for pregnancy. So (laughs) I think that actually everybody would err on that side of caution. And I, I definitely don't think they allow you to do it pregnant, but anyway, it wasn't even, I know some people have like mold over if they should do little races and things like that. And I always say again, not if there's obstacles, why would you put yourself up on the monkey bars if you're pregnant? So first trimester, you find out you're pregnant, no jumping or high risk moves, no crunching this. And then anything that starts with the first trimester does carry on to the next two. So as soon as you find out you're pregnant, no jumping, no high risk moves, no crunching from now on, basically from right from the get go. I also advise, and this is something I have kind of deviated on when I, when I first pregnancy, nobody says that planks are bad. So you can look through in most pregnancy workout journals and literature is going to tell you that a little bit of work on the core is okay. You just maybe shouldn't be in the crunch position. Where I land on this now is just why, you know, my, again, first pregnancy, I was teaching a core class, so I was still doing some planks and modifying. And then the second round, I did absolutely zero planks, anything that resembled direct core work, because our abs are literally going to separate and our organs are going to be moving around to make room for this baby. And I don't think putting stress on them in this time is even beneficial. I think it would also um, almost promote your abs splitting if, you know, more than they should be. So I say (laughs) no crunching, no planks, and no direct core work. So right from the first trimester, those are the only things that you really have to worry about, though, is taking jumping out and any direct core. And then in second trimester, as you progress – And this is a little bit of a gray area too, but no lying on your back. It has to do with the blood flow to your organs and whatnot. You're not supposed to be lying on your back for longer than three minutes. And the gray area is that some people say 
you can go a little bit into the second trimester, but stop when you feel uncomfortable or stop when you're at 20 weeks. I, again, just like to err on the safe side. So once you hit second trimester, these are this is the rules I followed for myself, too. No lying on your back. No lying on your stomach. I I would put that actually under first trimester. I would just think it's comes kind of naturally, but maybe it doesn't. So I immediately cut out any lying on your stomach. But by second trimester, cut the lying on your back as well. And then cut out any heavy on the core work, like body weight work, like pull-ups, like dips, that kind of thing. So this is just on the safe side for you. <laughs> okay, nobody wants their abs to split more than they need to. And putting a lot of stress on the core by doing body weight work. Body weight work is a heavy stress on the core. And this goes for actually any anything that's going to really tax your core. So maybe a really heavy overhead press, just go a little bit lighter. That puts a lot of work on the core and there's no reason to stress your core more at this time. So that's really it though, is the good news. So first trimester, no jumping, no high risk moves, no crunching, no planks. Don't lie on your stomach. That's first trimester. Second trimester, you're going to continue all of those modifications, but you're going to add on no lying on your back and any super heavy core work that is going to stress your core. And then third trimester is exactly the same modifications. You just keep doing that and that's that's really it. So I think we sometimes think there are more modifications than there are, but really everything else is kind of a green light. I do say listen to your body. Okay, so if something feels off to you but I didn't list it on here, don't do it. I didn't say anything about running because – most people say that running or jogging is fine during pregnancy as long as, you know, again, we're looking out for risk of falls. So maybe cut the trail running, or things like that. Make sure you're on a steady surface. You know, we just want to minimize the risk of falling. So in all literature, running is pretty much given the green light. And I've seen people who are running half marathons pregnant, running 5Ks pregnant. However, so um, my first pregnancy, that was the case. I found out I was pregnant Labor Day weekend. Yes. <laughs> Ironically, Labor Day weekend. Yeah, I was trying to fact check if it was Memorial Day or Labor Day. It was Memorial, or I'm sorry, Labor Day weekend. I found out I was pregnant for the first time. And the last time that I ran in that pregnancy, so that was September, I ran a turkey trot right around Thanksgiving. So again, like, all right, I'm not even that pregnant. I've been running. I can continue that. And it just felt really weird to me. I felt like I was shaking the baby, running up and down. And I don't have a very bouncy gait either. So the fact that I'm like, I just don't like this. I feel like I'm shaking him up. I didn't. I don't think I even knew it was him yet. And no. So I cut out running where, again, other people do it. That's fine. That's cool. It feels off to me. I listen to my body and I do not run when I'm pregnant. I like, you know, run to the mailbox and back and that's about it. Like, <laughs> I'm not going out for runs. Um, so listen to your body and don't push to the point to the point of fatigue. This goes across the board. If it's strength training, if it's cardio, whatever, this is not the time to push it till you are so exhausted you want to lay on the ground. It's not the time to go for your heaviest deadlift ever. I just kind of scale back everything when I'm pregnant. When I am pregnant, my my goals shift from whether before it was maintenance or trying to hit PRs, I completely shift my mind to, okay, now we're just in a time of maintenance. We are just trying to maintain the muscle I have to keep all of these systems running smoothly where my posture stays good. I emphasize a little more back work to help support 
my core and the expanding belly. And I, it's not the time to go for broke here. It's not the time to lift the most weight I've ever lifted or anything like that. So you don't want to push to the point of fatigue. Other times I would say like, don't worry about it. Like push till you only have one rep left or till you really feel like you can't do it anymore. Nope. Like stay at a safer weight. If I know that I can usually, I'm just going to throw out random numbers. If I know that I can usually overhead press 25 pound dumbbells, but by the last one or two reps, I'm super gassed. Well, guess what? I'm pregnant. I'm going to grab the 20s instead and stay in the safe zone or grab the 15s and do more reps. There's no reason to push it at this time. Okay. Also, Typically, I did not mention anything about this, and you might see this pop up a little bit. Typically, a heart rate is actually not something that we need to really panic about. There's caveats to this, of course, but like it's mostly older pregnancy literature that says don't let your heart rate go above 140 beats per minute. But if you were working out prior to pregnancy, your heart rate might naturally go higher than that when you are working out. I remember it was like the first time I went to do the Stairmaster when I was pregnant and I was all concerned and I'm looking at my heart rate and it's getting up there. And I asked my doctor about it. I did a little more research and there's a lot of research to support that if you were already fit prior to your pregnancy, you don't have to worry as much about the actual number of heart rate. Just again, listen to your body. If you feel dizzy, if you feel like your heart is pounding out of your chest, if you're winded, if you can't carry on a conversation, then you need to stop, okay? Then <laughs> you need to slow down, you need to stop, whatever it is. But that, I, I think the numbers are a little more arbitrary because you do, your heart rate can naturally get higher when your body is already conditioned to working out. So I don't stick to the numbers game on that, okay? So yes, you should move. If you are cleared, to your doc, cleared by your doctor and you have been exercising, yes, you should make those modifications. But sometimes it also is really just hard to get yourself to work out when you're pregnant. You know, the realities are there. You're nauseous. You feel terrible. You, And I know that, again, not everybody's pregnancy is the same, but most of us do feel the fatigue, at least to some degree, and feel usually nausea to some degree. Not everybody if you don't have any of those, just say thank you, Lord, and move on. <laughs> but a couple tips if you are, or just in general for your pregnancy workouts, these three things help me. Number one, I would say to do it right away. You know, I'm always talking about mornings. Mornings are the best time to do your workouts anyway, especially if you already have kids because you know what's going to get done and things can't get in your way. But when you are pregnant, guess what? You really never want to work out. I never want to work out when I'm pregnant. I'm just going to say that for you right now. <laughs> okay. I have to force myself every day. I think with my last baby with Joey, I like watched a show every time I worked out. I popped up our Netflix. I was like watching cooking shows. I don't know because I just needed something to motivate me to move. So I was like, all right, Brittany, you are no longer allowed to watch shows unless you are exercising because then it made sure that I <laughs> did my workout because I just didn't look forward to it. Again, it's the mental shift of like, well, why does it matter? I'm just going to get bigger. Even being a you know fitness professional and being a trainer and things like that, it still it still was a, you know, a battle with myself to get myself to do it. So nobody ever really wants to do it. If you wait later in the day, I think you keep waiting for like – Oh, I'll feel better later. Oh, I'll have more energy later. Like You probably won't. <laughs> I hate to break it to you. Maybe you do. If you do see a pattern, that is my caveat to this. My, my first tip is to do it right away first thing in the morning. But if you do see a pattern with yourself of like you do feel better a couple hours in, maybe you are that person that you only get sick in the morning, 
then cool. Like, wait till your better time. But if you see that it keeps, oh, the better time never really happens and now you're just pushing it off and you're not doing it, then maybe try this, the doing it first thing in the morning. With my first pregnancy, I felt terrible in the mornings, but I was teaching a 5.30 a.m. spin class and I did not want to give it up. So I'm like, you know what, Brittany, we're going to get through this. You're going to push through it. And guess what? It made such a difference to the rest of my day. It was Tuesday, Thursdays that I taught this class and I would wake up feeling like trash, but I would put something bland in my stomach. We'll get to that. I would have an apple or something. I would get there. I would get on the bike feeling like death, but I would get off the bike feeling much better and then feeling much better throughout my day. So Tuesdays and Thursdays, actually, I still cringed every single morning when I got up for them, but then I felt worlds better than I did on the other days if I didn't force myself to do my workout first thing in the morning. So just just do it because you honestly might feel so much better after. Your fatigue and your nausea might be held off a little bit from just getting going first thing. I know it does not feel good while you, when you start, just try to push through it. Okay, so that's the first tip is to do it right away first thing in the morning. Second tip is to keep yourself upright. So I know I talked about not lying down on your back and not laying down on your stomach, but if you also usually formulate your workouts where you're going up and down a lot, that can, you know, just add to you feeling nauseous and feeling dizzy and things like that. So in my pregnancy program, I try to really avoid the going up, going down. We are up and then we are down or towards the end of the program when you're in the third trimester, we are just staying up. We are just staying upright. We're not even ever getting down. So also make it easier on yourself. You know, it's a good thing that you are moving. It's a good thing that you are exercising, but this don't force yourself to, you know, make it worse. (laughs) If you feel better staying upright, stay upright. Do not go up and down and bopping around and putting your head up and putting your head down. It's, it's just gonna, you know, compound the issues that you might be predisposed to at this time. Okay. So number one, do it right away. Number two, keep yourself upright. And then number three, I would just advise you to have some bland food already in your stomach. This does not mean having it right before, but If you are going to take my first tip and try it first thing in the morning, I still would wake up, have a banana or have an apple or something, and then try to do your workout. Everybody is different, and I've said that 900 times in this episode, but I used to get really sick both all my pregnancies. I got so sick drinking just straight water with nothing in my stomach. So to wake up, drink water because we wake up a little dehydrated – So try to wake up and drink water and then work out and drink more water while I was working out. That 100% added to my nausea. So that's why I would say I couldn't even drink that glass of water. I would just wake up, have something bland. I honestly don't care if it's cereal. If like the banana or the apple sounds bad to you, whatever, a piece of toast, I don't know, something. Put it in your system, then try to drink some water, then start easing into your workout, okay? And again, some people need a little more separation from the food. So maybe you do that and then you do your morning prayer or you start the laundry or you do something else for 20 minutes and then hit your workout. But all right, my friends, those are my best advice. I know it's hard to advise something where everybody is so different, but those pregnancy modifications that specifically relate to exercise are pretty across the board. So if you are able to work out and you are pregnant, and you want to do weights, and you want to continue what you were doing before, take those tips, put them into practice, and hopefully the other little tips of how to make it more enjoyable (laughs) can apply to you. And I hope you bookmark this and think back to it because 
I even have to like re-get in the game when I'm pregnant of, oh, I know like I already did this, but I've got to rewrap my head around what I need to do at this time. But it's, you know, doing what's best for you and your baby and trying to just maintain your health and maybe better it a little bit by walking if you were doing nothing before and, you know, committing to giving yourself and your baby your best shot at a healthy start. So those are my tips for you. I do have a pregnancy program over on fitmomlifetothefullest.com. It links to it where it takes you right from the first trimester all the way to 40 weeks where the workouts are all full-length videos. So you can do them right with me and you don't have to think about these modifications. So that's for the person that is like, okay, I don't want to have to think, well, can I lay on my back like this? What's a modification? If I can't lay down and do a chest press, what should I do? So I do have full-length videos if you're more of a press play and go kind of person and just want to follow along and know that everything is safe, but yet challenging and effective. So again, that's over at my website, but feel free to message me on Instagram or Facebook, Fit Mom Life to the Fullest, if you have any questions about that program or are planning on doing your own thing, but just want a little further clarification I'm happy to answer any questions you have. All right. And share this with somebody who is pregnant. If you're not pregnant right now, but you're like, oh, so-and-so would love this. Or, oh, my sister's pregnant or whatever. I have three sisters and one of us is almost always pregnant right now. (laughs) Right now, none of us are pregnant. We all had our babies in November and January this past year. So right now, the time of this podcast, if you're listening to it in real time, is obviously June. I almost said July. June. (laughs) So um, anyways, we're not pregnant over here right now. But if you know someone who is and would benefit, please let them know about this episode too, to make sure they are doing it safely. That's what it's all about. All right. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you for listening. I will talk to you next time. 